Welcome back to the Blush Podcast. Today, I'm Sarah. I'm Sarah every day, but today we have Sarah and Annie. And today we are going to be playing a game called We're Not Really Strangers. And maybe you guys have seen this on Instagram or um, like an ad or something, or maybe you have some friends playing it. It's kind of like an aesthetic, emotional game. Like I would say it's kind of low-key Tumblr, like low-key emo, but it's really fun. (laughs) Um, Pretty much it's a getting to know you game. And they say that if you play this game with a stranger that you've never met before, you will feel like you've known them for years. And pretty much the way that you play is that there are three rounds. So the first round is going to be about perception. And the questions on the cards are going to deal more about how we perceived each other when we first like saw each other. If the perception is wrong that the other person thinks, you can correct them if you want to Mm -hmm. um, or not. And so that is the first round. The second round gets pretty deep. Um, This one is about connection. And and it says in the book that says, who are you really? This round is about asking the rarely ever asked questions and connecting on a deeper level. And then level three is reflection. It's a little bit more lighthearted, leaving things on like a lighter note. Um, What did we learn about each other? Things like that. What did we gain from this round? Um, Et cetera. And the last thing is in the game me and Annie clearly are not like with each other face to face but there are these cards that say dig deeper that we can use once throughout the whole game and pretty much if I or Annie do not think that the other one is digging deep enough (laughs) into their answers then we can pull that card and you have to give a little bit more of your emotions so how are you feeling the pressure's on for sure (laughs) (laughs) like even while Sarah was explaining this to me off camera I was like okay um let's get to it no it's just funny I know I think it it's just funny because I feel like when we first went on here like all you knew that it was just a card game or like you knew it was a game so you were like what kind of game are we playing I was like blush game night yes love it yeah and it's like emo (laughs) low-key for it though I'm excited nervous but excited I know, me too. Okay. It says, if MySpace were still a thing, what would my profile song be? Oh my god. Um, okay. Um, if, it, if we're thinking of like today's time, probably Levitating. Levitating by who? I've never heard that. Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. And then if we're thinking of like, let's say we were back in the day, kind of, Justin Timberlake, what comes around comes around. What? <laughs> oh wait, okay. Are you saying this I about think. me? Like the perception of me? Oh no, I was thinking about me. Okay. Okay, no, you have to you have to say it okay, about the opposite, opposite. Okay. Oh shit. Okay. Oh god. Um I'll say if we're going back, Gwen Stefani's all the back girl just to make it as like funny. Okay. And then for now, the less I know the better. I'll just go basic. I'll say that because I feel like that's a safe choice right now. Okay, I'm about to look up the lyrics because I want to know, the less I know, the better. Uh-huh. I don't know that song. I really don't. Like, I don't know that song. Revealed. Yeah. I, I know Tame Impala, but, like, I don't listen to them. Okay, damn. So I missed on that. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, For you? Hmm. 
I don't know. Like, I feel like you're kind <laughs> okay, you're a little bit edgy, but not. Like, you're edgy, but not. You know what I mean? You do that's seem what, like, what? That's why I thought, like, Tame Impala for you, because it's, like, almost peachy, but not really, because I feel like you're chill, and it's, like, very much chill, but also kind of grunge, which is, like, I feel like you could also get into that, like, zone. Right. See, I feel the same way about you. Like, I feel like you're kind of angsty, but, like, you're not. Okay, still feel by Half Alive. Kind of gives me your vibes. So this is kind of like Tame Impala vibes, kind right. of. So that's why I thought, like, okay, so we're along the same, like, wavelength, then. Like, kind of like, like yeah, I like it. Right? Okay. That kind of reminds me. So, yeah. All right. That was the first one. That one was easy, though. Like, okay, it was hard to find. Easy? It took us so long. <laughs> I, I just can't wait till we get to the end, like, questions. It's going to get so much worse. No, it's going to be like, oh, shit. Are we going to go into trauma or something? Okay. Oh, okay. What compliment do you think I hear the most? Your nails are so nice. Because I feel like people would say that a lot because you're now, like, I always think it whenever I see your nails. Really? Whenever you go like this, I always want to be like, that's, that's just really nice. <laughs> really nice nails. Okay. Yeah. I mean, my parents, okay, so my parents own a nail shop, so I am able to, like, get my nails done pretty often. So, yeah, I actually have, okay, that's true. That's accurate. Okay. Yours? I don't know. Okay. I don't know if this is right, but like, this is like what I think. Like, I think that you have a lot of like, like a bubbly personality. Like that's right. Like, I feel like you like laugh often and I don't know if that's true or not. Like, I really don't know. Yes and no. I feel like I'm bubblier kind of like when I have, like, especially during our recordings because I want to have like an upbeat mood. Mm. But I feel like a lot of people actually say I have a resting bitch face, like heavy resting bitch face. Like they think I'm just like an ass when they first meet me. <laughs> and I think, yeah, because of the podcast, like that makes a lot of sense, which I think this is why it's good to do it because I feel like we see a lot of each other's like on screen mm-hmm. personality. Yeah. Like, and so like, that's why I wanted to play this too. Yeah. Like, I feel like this is why it's good to play this because then we get to know each other's souls. I feel like I can be, you were on the mark when like, in terms of like being bubbly once I get to know somebody a little bit more though. So Mm -hmm. we'll give you that. That's same with me too. Well, it's different whenever you're recording a podcast because you want to be bubbly. Naturally, I am like a serious person. And so like, whenever I like make jokes or like, I laugh and stuff like that like it is because I am truly comfortable around people so yeah I agree do you think I intimidate others why or why not (laughs) I think yes sometimes if they don't know you because I feel like you can be very quiet like especially when we first met you're very quiet and a lot of the times that like makes people nervous because they can't tell what you're thinking of them Mm. so maybe yeah Mm, yes and no it's like it depends on what mood I'm in like if I'm nervous I'm quiet and I remember the first time again it being over zoom or like seeing people just on camera when it's just like I don't know when this freaking it's like a barrier kind of right like I just feel like I can't connect so then I do get quiet or like especially when I'm nervous if I'm nervous if I'm quiet it's probably because I'm nervous but if I'm talking a lot it's because I'm 
not nervous. Or sometimes if I talk too much, I'm also the opposite. <laughs> I just like, I really just need to be normal. That's when I'm chill. And that's when I'm like, not nervous. I don't want to watch what I'm saying. So I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. It's more like, I'm, I feel like I'm worried about myself. And that's why I'm being quiet. But then I feel I do understand how others could perceive that as like, oh, what are they thinking about me? Um, but about you, I would say no, just because and I think that I'm wrong. After you said that, like you had an RBF, like, because people that people who other people say have an RBF normally are intimidated by them. But I, I think I wasn't just because I have like this bubbly podcast perception, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like I've edited your podcast with you in Alice. So like I see you, I feel like I, like you're most comfortable too. Yeah, yeah, definitely a little bit. I would like it if people didn't perceive me as intimidating, but I feel like I do come off as that. And I think it's because I also just hyper analyze things. Like when I first meet somebody, I'm always like, and I don't do it on purpose. I just, you know, I like to kind of get the lay of my surroundings and like the person that I'm talking to. And I've always just been like super just perceptive of things and just kind of like trying to make sure, okay, like, how's this going to go out? How is this person? Like, are they nice? Are they not? Or So I feel like that might come off as like, when I was saying uh, like, oh, like you being quiet might come out as intimidating. It's also a little bit of me projecting because I feel like, whenever I'm quiet, it's because I'm like, kind of trying to like analyze everything. And people might take that as like, Oh, what is she doing? Like, why is she so quiet? Yeah, Because I feel like I'm never quiet. So when I am people are like, mm. yeah, like, I- I'm honestly excited to meet you guys in person, because I think it is different. Like, but honestly, though, too, I think the more I've grown up, I've gotten less talkative, because as a kid, like, I would just like, yabby 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 away and I feel like especially in Asian culture it's kind of like they say a lot of times oh as you grow up you're gonna mature and then you talk less like I know that sounds so weird but like that's just how they've always perceived it's like the more you grow up and the less you speak the more mature you are because you're being more perceptive kind of or yeah like you're more like introspective and you're kind of more like observant And so I feel like that too. I've just like, I feel that's such an old school type of mentality to think like that. But I have noticed that about myself is that I get a lot more quiet, like the more that I've grown up, or I think it's because I'm more perceptive. And yes, I am like paying attention. I think it's also just being comfortable with like the quiet Mm -hmm. sometimes. Yes. Which like as a kid, it's like you constantly want to learn. You're constantly like trying to get out there. So Mm -hmm. it's just like a lot of noise and you're now just like letting it lull a little bit. Right. Okay. Finish the sentence. Just by looking at you, I'd think. I'd think that you're really fun. Really? Yeah. Oh, thanks. Okay, why? <laughs> um, I say this based off of your Instagram. Like, you just look like a really fun person to hang out with. And I know that Instagram, like, a lot of people are going to say, like, you know, like, everybody puts their best self out there and whatever. Right. But even, like, when you come on the podcast, and again, like, we keep talking about, like, how we bring our, like, podcast personas out and it's a little bit different but I still feel like you're always smiling like you always seem to be like in a good mood which I know like again isn't the case all the time but like I don't know like it's just good vibes <laughs> okay thank you thank you okay um just by looking at you I think I think when I first saw you I was I knew you were a Sagittarius <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get into astrology now I, I can talk a lot about that <laughs> No, I really can't. No, because, okay, our astrology, yours is the opposite of mine. Because I was, I looked at yours, I looked at Alice's, and I looked at Key's. But, like, for some reason, okay, so I have a Sagittarius moon. So, like, my soul be Sagittarius. And so, for some reason, like, I can tell if someone is a Capricorn 
or a Sagittarius because I'm a Capricorn sun and then a Sagittarius moon and yours is switched isn't it mine is Scorpio moon and Sagittarius sun and then is it Capricorn rising or something no I think cancer hold up I'll bring up my coaster I'll tell you right now (laughs) okay sun and Sagittarius oh no moon and Capricorn you're right okay that's what I thought the fact that I didn't know that ascended in Scorpio okay you just give me Sagittarius vibes or like you look like a Sagittarius they're fun loving so I guess I would think you're fun loving and kind of carefree and adventurous (laughs) like I don't know why you give me that vibe but you just look like that love that personality wise it does come out a lot like I get what you're saying yeah like that's what I I think that's what I mean too when I'm like oh like you have a bubbly personality like it is like that like Sagittarius thing and maybe it's because I've read and stalked everyone's (laughs) co-stars but yeah do we have each other in co-star yeah I (laughs) I added I added you Alice and Keys all right the next one is what's your mother's name and the most beautiful thing about her um my mother's name is Agnes she's caring like I think that's like a, a good personality I think that's beautiful because not a lot of people are caring nowadays okay, right. I think we all should be a little bit more caring you might consider it okay um my mom's name is Lone but her American name is or it's Lone but then her American name is Melissa but also Kim and <laughs> she her best quality is I think she's very open-minded all of like the like my favorite coffee shops and my favorite places that I like to go now that like I'm really gonna miss after I leave are places that she found like there she was like oh that's a hole in the wall that like we should go to and like it looks so ratchet on the outside but like she's always open-minded to go in and like she's she's always like that with people as well like she doesn't really judge off of the way people look their perceptions like her perception of people like she doesn't just go off that and she's taught me to like look deeper and to always like give people a chance no matter you know what they may come off as or if they're having a bad day so she's very and super sympathetic sometimes overly sympathetic (laughs) yeah she's very open-minded as well I didn't know I like my mom that much (laughs) (laughs) It's really hard to get, which is so weird to say, but it's hard to get emotional about our mothers, I feel like, in a way. Yeah. It's like, it's something that you just do, but you don't, like, share, per se, as much. Yeah. Again, like, my mom is just not very, she's a lot of things, but she's not emotional. Like, it's like, she does it in her acts. We're not really the type of people to be like, oh, lovey-dovey, I love you, I care. But, like, we don't say it. Yeah, yeah. Like, probably this is the nicest I've ever talked about her. literally my mother literally kind of sad but true I feel like I know this one because I edited you and Alice's um podcast but who do you think my celebrity crush is all right let me just say Harry Styles because I feel like that's a safe choice nowadays but like I again like I think that might be a little too like on the like I don't see it as much but like maybe I'm wrong I don't I think everyone kind of likes Harry Styles but like he I wouldn't say he's my top yeah who is my celebrity crush? Like, okay. Well, my first one ever was Schroeder from Charlie Brown, the guy who plays the piano. <laughs> I don't really follow this type in my real life anymore, even though, like, I dated someone like this. But it's young. Okay. I kind of have a lot. Okay. <laughs> but the, like, the main one that I can remember was, like, please don't make fun of me. Sterling Knight, but not now. Oh, from Starstruck? Yeah. 
I can see it. I can see it. That was one of mine. I can see that. Yeah. So like, that's probably my, one of my top, but also this is so different from him, but Justin Baldoni from um, Jane the Virgin. The guy from Jane uh, the Virgin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, like, yeah. I would marry him. But, like, Starling Knight would be, like, I met Starling Knight in college. We dated for a year. It just didn't work out. I met Justin Baldoni. We're married now and have five kids. So that's that's my answer. So you've set up your life. <laughs> right, right, right. Meanwhile, my first crush was, um, what was it? Peter Pan from, what's it called? You remember, like, the live-action Peter Pan movie, The Blonde Kid? Yeah. <laughs> it was The Blondes back then. Like, that's where it was at. I don't know what it was. <laughs> it's just really... <laughs> Now it's, like, not it. Like, I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you're blonde, but, like, dye black. But <laughs> you're, like, times have changed. Yeah. Okay. But let's see how, let's see how well you listen. So what's my current celebrity crush? Okay, was it, um, Chris Evans? No, it's changed in the past week. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I feel, I feel like you like a muscular guy. Yes and no. It's, it's, Okay. It's either, like, Machine Gun Kelly, like, scrawny as hell and really tall, or it's, like, muscular. Like, it's one or the other. It, it, it bounces back and forth. It depends what... <laughs> it bounces between Hulk and Spider-Man. I get you. <laughs> Basically, because Tom Holland is also... <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love Tom Holland, too. Currently, it is Tom. Yeah. Okay. I was going to guess that. when I, I mean, before you said that... And I was going to go in with the guest just because, like, it just better not be this. And I'm guilty, but, like, in the past, Timothy Chalamet. Like, how do we feel about that? Um, I went to school with him, so it's going to be a no. Did you really? <laughs> You're lying. Yeah. <laughs> You're lying. Uh, yeah. So how is that, though? Great actor. We literally had gym together because I was a freshman and he was a senior, so it's not like we talked so much. What? Ever. Same thing with Ansel. Yeah, I have nothing bad to say about um, Timothy. Great actor. Um, kind of wish we would talk more, obviously. <laughs> but again, I was a freshman, so like seniority just did not work yeah. out like that. Was okay. I have one question though about that because that's so interesting. Were, okay, was he like hot shit? Like even in high school? Or I thought people. Yeah, people really liked him because he was on the basketball team. Yeah. I just can't that's crazy (laughs) that's really crazy I mean like I know I know some people that had gone to high school with him but like I feel like I've never talked about it like I wasn't able to ask him questions that Mm -hmm. is interesting okay I feel like I'm knowing more already okay um okay should we move on to the second level we could I'm nervous (laughs) okay level two connection okay what question are you trying to answer most in your life right now will I be financially stable in the next six months (laughs) okay I definitely see okay you can explain to the people if they don't know I feel like they know okay so graduating which also means kind of need to look for a job I've been applying everywhere have not even gotten responses let alone rejection or acceptance anywhere so it's a little bit stressful and then also just like I'd like to move out I'd like to like kind of start everything in my life and I just don't have the money to do so yet so yeah definitely would be one question that I'm (laughs) do you think it's more of like because of the times now of COVID or do you think it's just difficult in general to find a job like in general in general but also like COVID doesn't help so are you like looking at any jobs or like how is I've been applying here and there whenever I do have time because I'm still in class right now again haven't gotten any responses I applied to this um, fashion assistant job at W Magazine the listing was taken down I never got a rejection never got an acceptance just never heard back so it's kind of sucky trying to find out 
Oh, well, I'm very far away from that, but I feel like I'm just at the beginning. So I guess a question that I'm trying to answer most of my life right now, shit, I have a lot of questions that I'm trying to answer. <laughs> I'm a lost girl in a big old sea. We could really dig deep and go into my quarter life crisis, but I mean, <laughs> let's maybe leave that for the that next question. <laughs> but probably, they honestly, when I was playing this last time, they kind of all correlate to a common theme. I think it's like, when will I truly get to a level of like true confidence? Because I feel like for a really long time, like I felt like super confident and like, and this, I feel like again plays into me like talking a lot or not talking a lot it's like I used to talk all the time and I used to think oh like I got my shit together and then I think going through my past relationship with the guy who reminds me of Sterling Knight in Starstruck (laughs) like it was just like a bad relationship and I think I learned a lot about myself which I'm so thankful for but at the same time it really did like hurt and it really did show me that I have a lot of things that I could improve on and I have a lot of Um, like insecurities or like confidence issues that I need to deal with and so I think steadily I'm getting a lot better and I'm getting a lot more comfortable I don't know the true confidence again because I feel like for a while it was it was almost like a false sense of confidence because I was relying on very surface level type of interactions with people like five minute interactions or like interactions like at work or interactions like over social media or something to base off to base my confidence off of but now I think I treasure like let like maybe less friendships but deeper connections and yeah that kind of gives me a weird sense of confidence like a, a deeper sense of confidence like within myself than just like the, these really surface level interactions and just like putting up fronts I feel like just in general society just made it so like nonchalant kind of and just like normal like they normalize just being like no I'm fine like just saying I'm fine and like just moving past it even when you're not so exactly I know what you're saying with that yeah and I'm I'm really not the type of person to be like to be like oh yeah I'm fine I mean I know that society tells you you have to be that way but I'm naturally definitely not that type of person like I could sit here and be like yeah, so I'm sad right now because here's mm-hmm. why. And I, I appreciate when other people are also that way because it makes me feel like, oh, I'm not hella weird and I'm not the only one that's maybe too emotional or like, I feel like a lot of people think it's just like, oh, a de- like Debbie Downer and like always wanting to like feel sad. And to me, I guess I see sadness too as just, it is what it is. Like, I don't see it's it as- part like, of life kind of. Yeah. Like, being open and honest. Exactly. Like if, you know, you're feeling sad or a friend is feeling sad or a family member is feeling sad, never, yeah, like never in my mind has it ever crossed over my mind that it's like, oh, it's not worth it because it's too heavy for me right now. Like I can be in the shittiest mood, but someone telling me that they're sad is not going to make me feel worse. You know, if you could get to know someone in your life on a deeper level, who would it be and why? Definitely would be my mom funny enough like based on like the last question that we had just because I feel like we're such different people I love her but I don't get her and I feel like we don't get each other sometimes because we have very different outlooks on things and not like in a negative way it's just very hard to kind of communicate sometimes because I have just a very different way of going about things I'm more like yeah let's go for it let's do it and if I want something I go for it whereas she's more like no let's just think about it for a second let's make sure that this is like the right move and like 
I'm just very like let's dive headfirst into things and we just butt heads a lot because of it so yeah definitely something (laughs) yeah like what do you think that is like do you think it is a cultural thing or like a generational thing I think it's just a big personality thing like she was just she's just more of like a quiet person she's more of like a I don't know, like she doesn't like confrontation like would avoid a fight where I'm more like okay well if there is a problem let's deal with it yeah it's, it's very hard to explain but it's just a very deep line that I feel like we haven't been able to cross yet so mm, yeah okay I feel that I feel that too like I definitely understand that I mean I do love my mom and like what we were talking about a while ago I feel like she's I guess for us it is a cultural thing too like we just grew up so differently and I was talking to my sister about this yesterday and we were talking about how just being a child of an immigrant is really difficult because it's like I feel like I'm constantly reminded that like you know I do hold this privilege that like my parents weren't able to have and like they'll say it not in that way but just be like you know when I was younger we did this our schools were tougher or yeah I hear that (laughs) yeah and so it's like I'm always constantly reminded that like I don't struggle like them but then it's like my peers I almost feel like they like or some people I'm not saying all my peers because some of my peers struggle 10 times more than me you know but it's like they're not children of immigrants and so I feel like they don't witness that like the pain that they side yeah and so it's like it's very lonely being like a child of an immigrant because you don't know where you stand when it comes to you know like what you've been through and what you've witnessed so like yeah no I feel you too like I I don't know like were your parents immigrants over from like Russia yeah my mom and my dad both came from Romania so mm, definitely you. like a, a thing of well I used to walk in the cold every day to school and I took tests every day and you don't understand I'm like I okay I'm sorry yeah because it's like what are you supposed to say to that like it's like yes like I don't do that but also life is still hard like growing up it's always been them saying things to me like my parents saying things and me having to kind of decipher what do you truly mean because I know you don't mean it like that but you say it like that and it hurts my feelings (laughs) and also like your upbringing at home just typically or at least in my family being from like whatever they come from like my upbringing was very like European it wasn't American at all whatsoever I didn't have like American foods I didn't do, do like like it was very strict very you know like just not Amer- the, the farthest thing from American like upbringing and then I go to school and it's like okay well this is very different now so like every day was kind of like just mm-hmm. being thrown into that so I feel like that also yeah. I feel like I'm not explaining anything correctly tonight. no like I get it like I, I mean I do under- I understand what you mean because I can relate to and then also I do feel like your personality and this is perception but it's like your personality is more naturally free and like more easygoing and growing up in a, in a household where that d- isn't supported if, if this is what you're trying to say like it is difficult you know so I get that um so if I could get to know someone in my life on a deeper level I guess it would be the opposite of yours and it wouldn't be my mom but it would be my dad like I feel like he's not gonna listen to this so I guess I can talk about it because if he was listening to it then I wouldn't say anything but like I think it's definitely my dad like we've just never had 
a super, super close relationship. He's a very acts of service type of person. Like that's how he shows his love. And like, we just don't see eye to eye on a lot of things. And I don't really understand him as a person. Like he doesn't, he doesn't really, he's not outward about his emotions. And I am like, I very, if I'm upset, like I'm going to say it and I'm going to tell you that I'm sad. And if I want to cry, I'm going to cry. And that's how it is. But like, he is very much like has this mentality of like oh don't show weakness you know like you you know you have it hard but like you just don't know because like you haven't been through things and he has had a, a hard childhood you know and like just coming over here and like immigrating over here on like a boat and like leaving his family and like I understand like he has been through a lot of things but yeah like I think he's just more serious natured like I feel like that's the difference between me and him is that he's more serious natured and I'm not And my sister gets along a lot better with my dad or like he did. And I don't think he really understands me going to like a quote art school. Like, and my major isn't really artsy. Like it's AMC. Like it's the most business-like structured major. But, (laughs) you know, like there are just times where he'll say some things and like, and I know he doesn't mean it, even though he says it, like he'll just kind of insinuate that I'm not going into a a real career or I'm just like having fun like with my with my career choices and I get it and I understand that he wants me to choose like a safer route where like I know that that's going to make money and I know that that's going to be able to like create a stable foundation for myself because that's what he wants because again Mm -hmm. he's a very much acts of service type of person um and that's like he shows his love to like anyone is by doing things for them and like giving them money or like buying them things and making them food but I just feel like I'm the opposite like it's like mine is like quality time talking to people who are you really type you know and he's not that and we just I don't even want to say we butt heads we like barely talk about real things like it's like hard to connect kind of and like just get deeper yeah like we it's like we'll eat together and we'll watch we'll watch like Anthony Bourdain together Mm-hmm. And we'll kind of just like sit and like eat and we'll kind of bond over that. But I feel like that's the most that it gets into like a deep connection. I think it's interesting that you say that like your sister gets along better with him because it's the same situation with my mom and my brother. Mm-hmm. Like they get along so much more than we get along. And it's mm-hmm. it's almost frustrating sometimes because it's like you want to be like, okay, well, what's the problem? Like, let's just talk. Like, what's wrong with that? And it's like, Mm-hmm. do you get along more with your dad yeah for sure like me and my sister will talk about it maybe you and your brother talk about it I don't know but we'll be like it kind of hurts our feelings that I mean I know we have a parent that we align with and understand more but it's like why can't this other parent also see me? the other side or like be more open to like listening I feel like that again falls though with like the whole cultural difference mm-hmm. because again like here in America I feel like at least like the way that I see my cousin raising her kids now and like she also herself was an immigrant but she like is raising her kids in like a completely different way than how she was raised and I think she's doing that on purpose because she didn't per se like love the way that my uncle went around things like the way that he raised them sometimes so she's trying to do the exact opposite and it's just more open like she constantly tells all her kids she's three and she's like if you ever have a problem come talk to me let's talk about it what's what's hurting you what's like upsetting you what did I do Mm-hmm. and it's just one of those things where I think just anywhere that's not America like it's just like yes you're allowed to talk about your feelings and your emotions but it's not so widely like let's go and like let's really like open up it's more like 
no, you can deal with it on your own. You're strong enough. You're okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, I absolutely agree. And I think, yeah, that cultural difference of me growing up here and being more open to this idea of just like being open with your feelings. And I feel like our generation, especially too, is just more open, like with everything. And my mom kind of understands. And like, that's why I appreciate her open-mindedness. Like sometimes I'm kind of like, but like my dad, especially (laughs) like we don't even talk about it. So yeah. Finish the sentences. Strangers would describe me as blank. Only know that I am blank. Wait, does that make sense to you? It's fucking stupid. Say it again. Say it again. Finish the sentences. Strangers would describe me as blank. Only I know that I am blank. Okay, so. Basically, it's like people think of me like this, but I'm actually like this. Okay. Strangers would describe me as very serious. Only I know that I'm like, like, I don't take things as seriously as I tell people that I do. I'm very type A, so I feel like that comes off as like very um, rigid or just like kind of like uptight a lot of the times when it's more like, no, I'm like, let's say for a trip, right? A lot of people be like, oh, you're so serious. Like, just let it go. Just like, let things happen. Like, let's just go travel. No, I like to set it up so that when we get there, we can have fun because everything's already set up. And like, I don't want to worry about it. And I'm trying to like relieve the stress from everybody else by like planning ahead. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I feel like that like might not have been like the best example but like I feel like that's the only way I can describe it where (laughs) no I get it it's just so it's just funny because I guess the perception round it's like I wouldn't think of you like that but like now that I know you're like that I feel like I'm so used to that type of personality because my sister is like that and so I don't know I've grown to like appreciate it in a lot of ways it's like yeah like I guess you can plan the trip, you know, or it's like Mm -hmm. like having someone, someone take things seriously, I guess. Like, I understand, like, having fun and, like, laughing and, like, whatever. But I think at the end of the day, like, there has to be somebody that can pull it all together. Yeah, like, I like to set it up, but also, like, once we're there, live in the moment, if that makes any sense. Yeah, like, be prepared. Like, be prepared before you show up. Yeah, no, I understand that. Well, I don't know if this is how you, I feel like it's different from the way that you guys have perceived me and just like being on the podcast, like our experience with it. But I think in like my day to day life or like when I was in high school and stuff, like I think a lot of people thought that I was very sure of myself, but I am very unsure of myself, like constantly. Like, I think I'm constantly like unsure of like, oh my gosh, is this right? Like I'm obsessed with doing the right thing. And I don't mean doing the right thing as in, I don't know, like grade wise or like like choosing the right path and making sure that like your goals and your like big dreams, like, yeah, I am, I think coming to terms with me being unsure and like, I'm okay of showing that because before I've always been like, no, like I want to, I like need to act like I'm sure. So I don't freak anyone else out, you know, but now I'm kind of like, well, shit, like I am unsure. And it's like, I can't act like I always have my shit together. Like, cause I don't like, I'm very, you know, like my mom always says like, oh, you can act like you have your shit together on the outside. But when people go into your room and they see that it's messy, the truth is that you don't. <laughs> your mom says that too. Yeah. A big thing too, just being unsure about me even staying at FIT for a really long time. I was so unsure. I was unsure about my major. I'm still unsure about my major. Like I'm unsure about my future. Like I'm unsure about what I want to do. And sometimes I'm unsure about who I am and sometimes I just have to be like well I'm just what has happened to me in the past and 
what I want to, you know, what I want to be in the future. I don't know. Like, I just think that literally I'm not making any sense, but I'm unsure. No, it's okay to be unsure. I was unsure. That's why I changed my major from fashion design to AMC. Like I I finished, I did my associates in fashion design, but I was like, I don't know. And I freaked out. I had like a whole moment where I just sat down and cried because I was like, okay, well, I pictured my whole life leading up to this point of like, okay, I'm going to be a designer. And now all of a sudden, like, and everybody else around me was like, no, this is like my dream. This is my passion. Then I was like, okay, well, do I not deserve it? Because like, I'm really not in it fully. Like, this is, this is a problem. What am I going to do? Like, it's, it's so okay to be unsure. I did not realize that for the longest time. And I'm still not like realizing it. Like, I'm still trying to come to terms with it, but it's, it's okay. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's, less about the logical things and more about like the emotional in that thought process like a huge thing that would beat me up is okay well do I deserve this like I would always beat myself up about things like that too just being like okay well do I deserve this and that was that's what I was thinking the whole time like I I hadn't even stepped foot on FIT as an FIT student I mean I had visited but I was like why am I questioning myself why am I questioning being here then that must mean that I don't deserve to be here Okay, what's the most pain you've ever been in that wasn't physical? Two years ago, had this friend, known each other since high school. We were extremely, extremely close, but constantly had like ups and downs, like very, like very extreme. It was either we were like doing really great or we weren't talking for months on end. We would just have like extremely bad fights. And then we started getting close again, like during college. And he moved back to New York and we started getting close and then he started becoming very toxic over like the friends that he was having and then like talking about like ranking his friends and like just getting into this like the very toxic like just persona that wasn't really there prior and then like I feel like I'm summing it up because it's a very it's just a lot of history between us which I can get into off camera (laughs) but to sum it up it's just it was a very bad like falling out like I just ended up being like I was in the one-year program for fashion design everything was intense he was requesting that I like spend every second with him he's like I don't understand why you're not like meeting with me why can't we hang out like your school is like bullshit like I don't understand like and it came to the point where I was like, okay, well, I have to finish this. Like, I started this. I need to finish this, whether I'm switching majors, whatever I'm doing, I have to finish this program. And I couldn't do any schoolwork. I was stress eating. I was crying every day. We would have arguments every single night, like four hour, like screaming matches. And then I just texted him one day and I was like, all right, that's it. Like, I, I'm sorry. I like wish you the best in life, but I really like don't want to talk to you anymore and I can't do this Mm. and even then like throughout the whole thing he was like I don't understand like you're just being a bitch like blah 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 and like to this day like I still like kind of have contact with like his cousins and whatever because we all went to school together so it's it's just awkward because it's still like that connection and I also kind of wish that like that it didn't have to come to that ending Mm -hmm. it was just a very bad falling out and I just feel like I don't know I think about it a lot. is it the the actual falling out or is it kind of like the missing I think that the way that I did it might have been too harsh and the way that I basically just like I cut him off because I was stressed with school and I don't know if like I, I continuously think about like okay well maybe was I just being inconsiderate because he was also going through a lot of stuff at the time which I wasn't ready to deal with and like I didn't have the time to deal with like I was stressed on my own like I couldn't 
like it's very selfish to say but I couldn't deal with his problems on top of mine at the time like I just wasn't in the mind space where I could handle both things so I just said okay that's it I'm sorry and like I just left so I always think about like okay well maybe was I an asshole for just like leaving somebody when they're like down basically like I basically just kicked into the curb when but then there was also like a lot of toxicity coming from his side like it wasn't just me kind of just leaving him high and dry type thing like he was also like just coming up way too strong and just saying things that like to my family to me that like just were very out of line when he was drunk or whatever and like wow yeah. and you're like strictly friends like strictly friends um but it was just like we were so close that it was like a very much brother sister kind of thing so I felt like I lost a sibling almost yeah because like we fought we did whatever but like at the end of the day we were always friends so it was very upsetting to be like okay we literally had so many like on and off fights and this is how it's gonna end like we just really couldn't talk it out I mean do you think that you would ever like reach out to them again or do you think you left it the best way possible like the best I mean in a perfect world I'd love to still be friends with that person but I don't think that they've had the growth or that they need to have yet I mean that's fair you know it's like Sometimes you just need that time apart in order for both of you to grow individually and like come together and reflect on it. And so it's a process and like it hurts, but like I do, you know, it's like, cause you think of the good moments and then you think of the bad moments and it's like this back and forth and kind of like tussle in your head. But I mean, I feel like, like the way things are right now, the way you're explaining it to me, like from like an objective standpoint, like. I think this is good like just having that break to grow and to like figure it out and I think and like if one of you guys are ready to like reach out and you know if the other one wants to respond then it's it's meant to be like friendship wise or like sibling wise you know. I think it's also one of those things where it might even be like two people that like they get along really well together but they just really shouldn't be friends if that makes any sense I don't I know that there's a word for it but I don't know how to explain it it's like very like it's either very hot or it's very cold like in terms of like how we get along we're either screaming at each other yelling or it's like getting along laughing like no problems whatsoever there was never an middle ground and we can never find that so I guess it kind of is toxic like that toxic it was very high school like if like that's the best way that I could explain it because it was very much like oh if we're gonna fight like I'm gonna go gossip about you and it was like I just I had come to the point where it was like, this isn't fun anymore. Like in high school, even in high school, let's be honest, it was never really fun, but I feel like we tolerated that type of behavior a little bit more. Mm. But it's just like, I feel like I grew out of it and I was like ready to like, I had to like start looking forward and he was just kind of stuck and there was no way that it was gonna mesh or work Mm -hmm. as friends, I guess. Do you think you're better off now? Like you're happier with your life? Yeah. Like, I do think I made the right decision because it just at the time I wasn't ready to, like, handle that. I also don't think that even if we started talking now that I'd be able to. I just think it's, yeah, like, it's just better off. Just left where it was at that point. Yeah, like, I get that. Like, it's whenever, I don't know, whenever you're cutting off, like, a toxic any type of relationship and you want to, like, go back sometimes or you look back at it and you're like, oh, I missed that and I missed this. It's like, it's like I just store in a little jar on my backspace, you know, and I can like open it and I can look at it and like I can observe the memories that I've had with this person and like the times that I've spent with this person. But 
like it belongs on the shelf and that's just not my present and like I understand that like I think that that's that's fair you know and I think it does take strength too for you to like be like okay well I know what's better for the both of us and like I know that this should not be me and you should not be like a duo right now or like anymore until like we both grow so I mean it's good that like you're happier now like you know with the situation and again you can always like talk to them again if you find it worth it and if you don't like after time and you don't reach out to them because it was too much well then it's just too much you know yeah I mean mine was definitely my my past relationship and it was about two years ago maybe a year and a half ago I honestly don't keep track of time like I'm not the type of person to be like oh my god it's been that long like wow like girl you need (laughs) like I'm not like that like girl you can't like put a timer on healing like geez but I don't know it was just a really bad relationship we got together my junior year of high school and everything was fine um until like I went to Asia for a summer and then uh, for like a month and then he was here and he was going through a lot and like I understand that and yeah like I understood like he was going through a lot but, like I could not go with my family like we'd been planning the trip for months and then he ended up cheating on me with somebody like at a party and then he texted me about it and I like did not I could not eat I could not sleep for like 11 days for the rest of my trip and things just kind of started going downhill from there because like we made a mistake of staying together which okay I feel like that's that wasn't the mistake I think it's the way we dealt with it after like we acted like it never happened and instead of like talking about it kind of like getting it out in the open yeah like I wanted I wanted to talk about it and I would bring it up in very not I want to say toxic ways but it's like if he you know would talk about like a celebrity crush or like he would have anything it would trigger me in like a very bad way and I wouldn't like talk to him and I would kind of like you know like I think I brought it up one time because he was like I don't know he was talking about a celebrity crush or something like that and then I got upset about it and I started crying and he didn't understand and you know looking back on it I'm just kind of like that was unfair of him like I know that I should have brought it up after it directly happened but it's not just it honestly to me I'm looking back at it now and I'm like I didn't deserve that like for someone to just brush it under the rug like he did wrong he owes me more than what he was I mean I feel like during our relationship too like there were just so many things that happened that I did not know about and every time that we would we would break up and get back together like it was one of those toxic ass relationships and every time he would break up he would you know get with someone or something and like Sometimes that person would be, like, a friend, like, that I had at the time. So it would just kind of, like, keep piling up. It was just getting worse and worse, and then we would end up getting back together and all this stuff, and he finally, like, left to college, and in a way, it was a relief, because I'm, like, distance is something that I know, to me, is not worth it to be in this relationship. Like, I think maybe if it was a different relationship, or if we things happen differently between us like I would be able to handle the distance but I knew and he knew too like that it was not going to work and like he didn't trust himself I didn't trust him because why the hell would I yeah given the circumstances yeah and I feel like that though like the situation during the situations during our relationship were horrible but I feel like what happened after was kind of like what was really 
suffocating or it was like what was really bad because he knew every female in this tri-state area and so literally the other like I talked to you about this like the beach trip that Mm -hmm. I did um yeah like I never met this girl before and she was she was there and she told me like oh yeah like he tried to talk to me during our relationship and just that would happen very often like and it almost felt like I couldn't make friends and like I couldn't go out and like yeah because like following you kind of yes and it's like I had finally picked up the courage to like cut things off and it just felt like I could never get away from this past that hurt me so badly and I think that really kind of effed me up because it made the world feel so small like and I don't even think I could date anyone and it's been two years and people were like Sarah it's been like two years and I'm like yeah I know like if I could choose to be with someone and be in a happy healthy relationship then I would because I want to be in one but I feel like even if I was with someone even in our good moments I would always that's like yeah exactly like you know and when I was with him too like I would think it's good and it's just not because he would just be like oh I don't want to be with you anymore because he was dealing with his own internal problems you know and yeah like that just that whole situation hurt every single time it hurt um and he would like reach out to me a couple of times and I finally got to the point where I'm like I really can't answer and so we I I haven't talked to him in like probably like I have not texted him back or called him back for like a year probably but he like he'll reach out a lot and I'm just like I can't like you know like in the same way as you it's like I have to move on and like I'm really happy with where my life is you get caught like in the same cycle if you keep going with it yeah exactly and like yeah I mean I can happily say like I am happy with my life and like that's what keeps me going and like not turning back and you know I'm excited to move and I'm excited to meet new people and I'm excited to do new things and learn about new things and be in a new place so there's no reason for me to turn back anymore and like I'm realizing that now all right well that was round two that was like the hardest round though like I feel like round three is not that bad because it's just like reflecting on like this experience so in one word how would you describe our conversation insightful and meaningful also right I know that's two words but yeah (laughs) both I'm just I need both (laughs) would you like to elaborate yeah so I feel like just also I learned that like we're way more alike than I like even thought like like it's just not even something that I thought of but like with the podcast with like the whole school thing with even like our past trauma like it's not exactly the same but I feel like they can align like fairly fairly much the same actually believe it or not so like I think it's nice to know that feeling of like oh you're not alone like people go through what you go through and it's okay (laughs) Yeah, like, I can agree with that. Like, I think a word that I would describe it as, like, I would say comforting. Like, it's a comforting thing because a big problem that, like, I had with the podcast being laid out this way was it being over a computer or, like, over Zoom or, like, in Zoom classrooms as well. Like, I'm, I've always been scared. I'm, like, okay, so a part of me is, like, oh, I can't connect with people that, like, go to FIT because maybe it's just something wrong with me and, like, me meeting new people because I've never moved. Or it can be because of like the way this is set up and it being on a computer and being over Zoom. And I think it's comforting to be like, no, like, because I, I think I've always thought too, I'm like, oh, maybe it's because like I grew up in a different part of the country. I don't know. Like it would <laughs> like 10 million things. And 
I think it's always comforting to me to like know that and I think it's cool too that like someone I'd never met before and I just met today or recently that we see that we do have things in common and that we can you know help each other with like problems and talk to each other about it and like like I've liked talking to you about these things and like opening up to you and it's always good to again like tell people about you know, just to show people my truth and that not scare them away or not being like, <laughs> too much for me when this game is over what will you remember about me? definitely more just like and just like, keeping this in mind because again like I'm again like very perceptive and just like knowing that you're somebody that likes to have these deep conversations that likes to like just like talk and not like have this whole like big like like oh my god yay like this is like so great like and just more like get down to it and just like have like a normal conversation just carrying that and like I just feel like it's so much easier now to like talk with you and like get to know you because I feel like I do somewhat like just know you so much more now like especially after everything that we just shared I feel like it's so like easy and just like yeah just easy to like talk to you and like come to you like even for advice or like just to talk and like yeah okay well first of all that you went to school with timothy chalamet but that's not (laughs) i feel like you like said it like i hate to be that girl that's like yeah what she said but like i feel like it's i guess it's less of a thought but more of a feeling of just like comfort of just being like like I'm comfortable around Annie and like I can be myself and I feel like that's the whole reason of this game and I've I mean it worked because like I Which I, I was so surprised at because again coming into this I'm like game night woo I thought it was gonna be like a BuzzFeed quiz or like a little card game and then you're like no no we're gonna really dig deep and have like a nice little therapy session together <laughs> yeah it's bonding what do you recommend I let go of, if anything? I say this, like, also because I feel like it's slightly projecting off, like, what I feel like that I kind of want to say to myself, but just, like, this idea of, like, giving a shit about what other people think in terms of, like, acting a certain way or, like, maybe not feeling confident enough or feeling like you have to show that you're confident just because people on social media are doing it and just, like, mm. it's okay to not be okay or it's okay to, like, not be completely sure of exactly the path that you want to take or the steps that you need to take in order to achieve whatever goal that you want like just like yeah (laughs) yeah no I appreciate that like I think that is I mean a major problem that I think I also want to like let go of and I would like to think I'm getting better and or I'm trying to get better like every day as it passes and so yeah, like, I feel like a lot of people have this idea that they have to hold on to this image, like, especially, I think, especially because of social media, and just, like, how big it is now, and then also us, even specifically for, like, the FIT audience, because it's, you know, a lot of students who go here, especially, like, as freshmen, like, into fashion, and it is very about how others perceive you, and, okay, for you... I don't know what to let go of, like how I would say to let go of this, but maybe just to like let things be like sometimes and not have an expectation. There's this quote that like I literally have in my bio, like my bio, my Instagram bio that I love in it, but it's like the quote is like, let things take their course and never be sorry. Like I I definitely need to learn that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys. (laughs) Thank you for listening um, and hearing about 
us and getting to know more about us. I feel like I got to know a lot more about Annie and vice versa, (laughs) honestly. Exactly. And vice versa. And yeah, (laughs) it's like an emotional type fun. Yeah. A deep emotional gritty type fun. (laughs) Um, All right. This is the longest outro ever but okay guys for listening and we'll see you guys next time bye bye